Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they're keeping it hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. What up, what up? It's your boy DJ Bugsy, Do It For Hip Hop Podcast, episode 33. This is happy birthday to Tupac Shakur, one of the greatest of all time. I got some dope people in the building. I got my man Q on camera. I got my man E Engineering. I got Lex down to my left. I'm going to let everybody go around the room, introduce themselves, and what does Tupac mean to you? Let's get it. I'm Tayana, and Tupac means everything to me. Uh, <laughs> I, got, I just got hit when I was a little girl on a message that he gave me is one that I would want to give my daughter at that age. Just his whole influence on me and how he had with, you know, rap, it just mm -hmm. was amazing. I would use Tupac to write papers in college because that's how much he affected me. And I could speak about the world, especially the, you know, the underclass. Right. And I could just connect Tupac to that and write a paper and have everybody like, yeah, y'all studying in our life. Exactly. Like, it, it's deep. Yes, definitely. Go ahead, Lex Don. I don't know. Ooh. Tupac Shakur. <laughs> <laughs> Activist. Yes. Motivator. Rap genius. Mm-hmm. Movies. Mm-hmm. Juice. Definitely. Just the one of the greatest of all times. Absolutely. One of the greatest of all times. Just Absolutely. very I mean, to this day, you still get chills when you think about them. So mm -hmm. you know you left a great legacy when you could do that. Definitely. Um, for me, you know, this is DJ Bugsy. I'm a true hip-hop head to the core. I remember when I was in ninth grade, I actually performed Keep Your Head Up. And I had the Carhartt vest on. I had the Howard University hoodie on. And I was the first dude, like, when Tupac List Now came out, I was at that tape store. I had that tape. When Strictly For My Niggas came out, I was the first boy at that store getting that tape. Yeah. So Tupac, you know, not only because he's a Gemini and I can relate to him on a sign tip, mm -hmm. but I can just relate to him being a black male in America and uh, yes. being oppressed and going through the struggles mm -hmm. in South Philly where I'm from. So he going to always connect with me. He going to always be one of the greats. That's just yes. what it is. For you. All right, so I'm with John. Okay. Um, big time, huge Tupac fan. Like, it's <laughs> Tupac caught me off guard. I'm not gonna lie. I started mm -hmm. being a Tupac fan, really like, what was that? The um, where he came out with "I Get Around." Yeah, the so, second album. Right. So I pretty much he captured me around that time, and mm -hmm. then I went back to his first one, "Tupacalypse Now" and stuff. Right. And it was just. I was so big on hip hop where it was just mm -hmm. his music, even though I wasn't about that life, it right. just gave mm -hmm. you so much energy. Yeah, you right. know what I mean? It just caught me as a youngin' and stuff like that. Next thing I know, I'm like spitting the lyrics and stuff like that. Yeah. And even to this day, one of my, I don't know why, but it hit me real hard. Mm -hmm. There's a song that's on a Butter Rim soundtrack. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that's they it. took it off the album. Yeah, you talking about pain? pain? Right. What? Oh my god. That song right there. One of the best songs yes. he ever Yo. made. Yes. Yes. I'm talking Yo, when, Stretch when, Stretch yeah. produced that John. Yo, I'm talking about to this day. I don't care how many phones I have. That song is always in my collection. I oh, don't yeah. care what the situation is. Like, <laughs> it's that song. When I heard that song, that's bit when cassettes was out. Yeah, absolutely. I had that joint on repeat. So I'm like, dude, mm -hmm. as soon as it was my over. My tape broke. Right. Yeah, that's how much I played that shit. Right. So I'm yeah, just like, broke. from that point on, it's just like, you got everything from Tupac. You got his emotional side. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? His rugged side. Yeah. You know, he cared about everybody. You he know really what I mean? did. Not he just really, his really culture. Did. He was for his culture, but he literally cared about everybody. That's a fact. So that's what got me with Pac right there. All right. So I'm going to start off with this soundbite from an interview in 1992. And I want us to dissect this. And then we're going to go right into this whole podcast. So check this out. It depends on who you're writing your music for. If you're writing your music for the guy at the office, then <laughs> Public Enemy is doing a bad job. <laughs> but if they were doing their music for black people or for people who want to come to a better understanding of how things really are, mm -hmm. then they did a good job. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to see the true picture. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if he feels uncomfortable. 
Because what about when I felt uncomfortable for 400 years? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then now all of a sudden it's bad to, to talk about some real... Anytime somebody pulls a trigger or there's any kind of gunshot, everybody starts running for cover. But everybody's really doing all this shooting in the streets. You know what I'm saying? All this Iran-Contra stuff and the big, that war, all that, that's violence to me. That's real violence. What we're talking about is fake violence. All this, what we're rapping, it happens in the streets, but us rapping about it is not the violence. Mm -hmm. And the movie about it is not the violence. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's an adventure world that we are creating. Trying to get out, trying to, what we're doing is using our brain to get out of the ghetto mm -hmm. any way we can. So we tell these stories, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And they tend to be violent because our world tends to be filled with violence. Mm -hmm. I would rather tell a young black male to um, educate his mind, arm yourself, and be free and, and defend yourself than, you know, just sit there and turn the other cheek. So whatever message that sends out, that's the kind of message it is. Absolutely. What y'all think? I'm gonna let Sianna go first. So, what I get from the whole interview is mm -hmm. he was just real. Mm -hmm. So he wasn't going to sugarcoat anything. I'm right. not going to worry about what you think. He just, I take a lot from Tupac. It's just, <laughs> I'm going to say what's on my mind. I'm sorry right. it made you feel uncomfortable, but it's making me uncomfortable to hold it in. So I'm going to tell it like it is. Right. I remember watching the interview. I think he was in jail. This was when he got shot the first time, and he was making an example of why, you know, our people are the way they are, and people view us as being so violent. It's like he was saying, imagine me knowing this food in the other room, but I'm starving. Mm -hmm. You keep showing me. You open the door. You keep showing me. And I'm like, can I eat? Can I eat? Mm -hmm. And then the next day, you like, please open the door. I need to eat. Right. Then the last time, you like, open the door. I'm going to kick it in pull a strap out, you know, now it's, I'm mad. So right. it's like, we begged and we begged and we begged. Begging. His thing is we begged for 400 years. We tired of begging. When is it our time? Right. When are we going to speak up and make a move? And Tupac made, made people feel like you need to speak up. Exactly. And it don't matter how you going to feel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Makes me feel better. That's Thanks. just... She wrapped it up. What can I say? Man, personally, just... All I all I can say is this is before twenty five years old. Um, his thoughts and mm -hmm. his you know his just the way he was trained to think. This was before a man twenty five years old. That's a big deal. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if our young men were the same way? Like we had twenty, thirty, forty two pops. A pock in every city, Chicago, Miami. I can go on and on. Imagine that. It'd be Equip. crazy. Equip with that Equip kind with of those mind, tools. With those tools. Because Athena gave them those tools. Right. Amazing mm -hmm. woman. Yes, absolutely. Right. Yeah, right. As far as I'm concerned, like mm -hmm. when Pac spoke, um, I feel he was also defending hip hop because a lot of people was blaming hip hop for why the violence was going on. Absolutely. It's not like. He, he was just putting it out there like, no, violence been going on before right. all this hip-hop came out. Exactly. y'all want to blame it on the hip-hop as right. if that's what's the cause. No, he's taking what he's seeing on a daily basis and mm -hmm. telling y'all a story about what's going on. Exactly. But he's digging deeper, and I feel that the whole thing, even you know, hearing about where um, the part where in the movie where they said his mom told him, you know, they're going to give you the tools you need to destroy yourself right. because they know how powerful and effective he was. Mm -hmm. Right. And my thing is, he was he knew too much, too, mm -hmm. and he could have easily started a movement. Right. And my thing is, with the thing Thug Life, automatically people think something negative. But you have, in order to know what that stood for, you have to know what Pac was about. Right. He was a person about a movement. Mm -hmm. You know what Absolutely. I mean? He was trying to bring his people together to educate them and stuff and let them know, you know what I mean, to speak up and, and other things as well, but on a positive note. But of course, the other, um, mm -hmm. you know, others and stuff, they saw it in a negative aspect. Right. So they didn't they, get so, it. They right. didn't get his They message. didn't get it and they didn't want to get it. Right. All that they too. knew is that he was making too much noise. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to shut that noise off. Exactly. They wanted to turn that noise off. So pretty much they used the whole thing, Tupac and Biggie, as an, made them as an example. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I believe that. Also, I want to ask y'all, do you think that we hit the snooze button on Tupac early on? Because I feel like if we would have 
capture his message early and transcend it to where we at now we we probably could still have Sandra Bland we probably could still have Freddie Gray because if we would have took him where he was giving us for so many years and not turn the cheek like he said I feel like we would be a bit a better nation I'm talking about us as black people what you think um I feel like honestly I think uh, mm -hmm. when both Biggie and Park died I feel like hip-hop went silent mm -hmm. and it I just agree, agree. It just faded off into something else. And it just opened the doors for whoever else wanted it. Right. Because I'm sorry, if they were still around, they still would have been running the show. Absolutely. Regardless. Totally and you even, you even see um, fake memes or whatever, whatever where it's a president, but you see Pac faces on it. Mm. Yeah, that yeah. could have happened. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? I it would have been yeah. something new, but I could see that. Because yeah. he was about the people, the culture right. and stuff. Right. He was about everybody and stuff. And see, like, you know, with the with this whole racism thing, I like I tell Pete, just my perception. Race, mm -hmm. to me, race doesn't have to do with color. It's about power. Right. Mm -hmm. And they don't want to let that go. Right. You know, you know what I mean? That's, That's how I see racism. It has nothing That's to do with color. Mm -hmm. They throw color out there just to throw you off. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with about color. We all bleed the same color or whatever, this, that, mm -hmm. and the other. It's about you know, they have in power and they don't want to let that power go. What you think, right? I'm I'm gonna have to disagree a little bit because it okay. definitely got a lot to do with color. Okay. You know, um mm. four hundred years of, right. of the color of our skin and just right. us being um just very dominant and very outspoken. I like the fact that Pac could be very intelligent on one hand, mm -hmm. and then on the other hand, he can, he can hit him up. What? Right. So, right. like, that street balance <laughs> with right. the intelligence just creates a, a monster and what we saw in Tupac. Right. You know, mm -hmm. but a beautiful monster. Yeah. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Um, this this, this is <laughs> it is. I mean, because yeah. it's like absolutely, absolutely. He, he was very, very powerful. Mm -hmm. He said um, something that always stuck out to me. Even though he might not be the one to change the world, he gonna spark the mind of somebody that's going mm -hmm. to change you the world. Quote. Okay. Right. You better quote. Okay. Better right. quote him. Quote yes. in my paper. Quote. Who yes. Absolutely. For Absolutely. the century. Yes. yes. And he definitely he definitely did that. But can mm -hmm. I just go back to what you were saying a little mm -hmm. bit earlier? Yeah, yeah, um you were saying that um it went silent. Like that you felt like hip hop went silent. I felt like people was actually scared to speak out after what right. happened with Biggie and Pop. Mm -hmm. So they was actually scared to to, to um step up and take that their role that they really wanted to play, that Pac was, you know, in that position. They wanted to stand up in that role, but they couldn't. Right. Because right. they were scared of what might happen to them. Do y'all agree with that? Yeah. Well, it, it, From it, a rapper standpoint? Definitely. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm the type now that I don't even listen to. I have some new school favorites. Mm -hmm. Like, I love Meek. I love Beanie. I, w I wish mm -hmm. they could have got together. Like, I, right. and they, they sample his, a lot of people don't know because they don't know Pac. Right. But I listen to some of Meek stuff. I'm like, oh, he said the whole verse was Pac. People don't know that. I'm like, he, Yeah. we still have a voice. Meek. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Meek is definitely he, a voice. He's definitely yeah. a voice. Shout out I to agree. Meek. Shout out, shout out to the definitely. view. <laughs> right, you seen him? Well, yes. I'm glad y'all brought that up because yes. that actually brings me to my next question. Okay. Oh, y'all on fire tonight. Uh, so right. how do how would y'all how 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 do you think Tupac would feel about the state of hip hop today, the new generation and social media? And who would Tupac feature? on a song like who would he get to do a song with him my pick is Nipsey Hussle mm -hmm. The Game and me they the three people that I think he would get to do a song with everybody else he like fuck them just like he's saying fuck the police that's just my opinion okay. I think what y'all right think now he would definitely be disappointed this is and I'm disappointed yeah, with a yeah. lot of people that have yeah. so 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 much money and it's like people have to beg for help right Pac was right. a person that he can't understand you having all these millions and he over there starving hungry. Right. You know what I mean? So I feel like he would be disappointed because we have people that social network, that, that wasn't out when Pac was out. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like people have the power to reach anybody anywhere in the world to make some noise. What? If Pac was here, this stuff wouldn't be going on. He talked mm -hmm. about Trump way back before we even, we mm -hmm. laughed about it. Yeah. And yeah. it's the president. Right. Are you kidding me? That wouldn't happen. 
Pac would have got us together. Like yeah. we rally for Obama, Pac would have got us together. Trump wouldn't have never made it in. But we don't right. have that voice no more. Ain't nobody speaking up saying, no, get up. We going out the vote. That's Pac. Right. You right. got people like, whatever, man, I ain't going. It ain't right. affecting me. Yeah. And now y'all complaining about yeah. it. Pac right. would have definitely made some noise. Yeah. It would have been different. You agree, yeah. Max? I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She on fire. Yeah. She, that's my boy. Fire. Like, oh, I don't man. know. Like, yeah. I got to, I don't know, I always did, mm -hmm. you know, even though everybody got his opinions and stuff, but mm -hmm. I feel, even though he's another culture and stuff, but right. like Tupac and Eminem, like a real one. Mm -hmm. Like I definitely see that with a with a David did something. You think I don't know about that, but it's you just know? I don't see that. I don't see it. Like I'm not I'm not seeing Eminem is definitely an incredible artist, right? But it's just like pop. He to me he got his his picks. He like have his picks. he right. just like me definitely the game definitely Nipsey because what Nipsey doing for Cali right now is on another level. So mm -hmm. I know right. he going and definitely Kendrick. Mm -hmm. I know oh, he gonna do some shit with Kendrick. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it's just pop was deep when it come to other artists. Especially right. East Coast art, he he like y'all niggas. I mean, I ain't fucking with y'all, right? Right, straight up. He he talked about De La Soul. Like I can go on and on who we didn't fuck with, he ain't right? With and it was like they didn't do he shit to him, but he like fuck y'all niggas, no, right? Straight up, right. I don't fuck with y'all. Y'all niggas is whack. Yeah, he did right. let them know he from did. the jump. Like he didn't hide nothing. <laughs> he let you like, know listen. either in person or on okay. wax. Right. You know what I mean, <laughs> like what's up? Right at you, right at you. Like no bars, no chase. So all right, we gonna break down some albums. I'm gonna bring up three albums that I want y'all to tell me what you feel like their impact was and is it timeless music? All Eyes on Me, mm -hmm. Black Album, Life After Death. I'll start with you out of them three. Out of those three? Or they, you can say all three, but they the three that I picked. You want them categorized? Like what first? Second no, it, it don't gotta be in, in a, it could just be how you feel about those three albums. Are they classics? Is it timeless? Okay. Like that type. Yeah, it don't got to um, be. Did it, what kind of impact did it have on hip-hop? When you think about All Eyes On Me, The Black Album, Life After Death Biggie, what kind of impact did it have? Mm. And is it timeless? Like, can you go right now, put on mm. All Eyes On Me, This One and Two, Life After Death, This One and Two, and Black Album, Jay-Z? Yeah, definitely. Like, <laughs> I, I like definitely. Like, I, And I'm not going to lie, not to... Because mm -hmm. at one point... As far as Biggie was concerned, you know, everybody was debating Tupac Locking and Biggie. Biggie. You know what right. I mean? Absolutely. And immediately in my head, I was like, how could you call somebody the greatest? He only dropped two albums and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But it was just like, right. but he did make a huge impact at the Great. same time oh in a but small lyrically, amount. Lyrically. lyrically. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it's just, but you, you know, you got to give credit. It's kind of like, you know, right. for those who might not like, like Kobe, it's like, but you got to respect his game. Right. Absolutely. Regardless. Right. Absolutely. So it's kind of like that effect and okay. stuff. And with, with the all eyes on me thing, you talking about a double CD, mm -hmm. you know, he just went through all his drama. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, yeah, he used a lot of, uh, like it was a lot of samples used and stuff, yeah. but Pac still gave you everything, you yes, know. He did. He, yes, but he did. the way he Especially started off, album. oh yeah, where he started, oh ambition my god, as a rider. Rider. But yeah. then he had the track oh, where he god. had featured Red Man and Method Man. Right. Oh yeah, the, and then yeah. how do you want it? Right, yes. and JoJo. What? Right, what? and Come then on. pain. Yes. Oh, I mean, my. no more pain. Oh my you god, that's you know, one of my favorite just... songs of all time by Tupac. No more pain. Right, produced by Devontae from the mm -hmm. Jodeci. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's Turn just it like up. he gave you everything. It's the hardcore. He brought in R and B. Yes, he just he did. gave, and then he gave you things from the heart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe. And that song "Hearts of Men" produced yeah. by DJ Quick. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of, another one of my favorite Tupac songs. Well, I'm gonna go to Legacy out of those three albums. What oh, you think, Lex? Well, okay, so I'm gonna start with "All Eyes on Me." Okay. Um, I was ten years old. Okay. When that dropped, I think that was the first time I ever seen a double disc CD. Mm -hmm. Was right. that everybody's that first my, time? Yeah. That was my yeah. first time seeing a double disc CD. So I felt like. Already a classic. My man, you got two right. CDs and right. what? Right. <laughs> so I remember having it in my, you know, in my uh, CD player, my Walkman, and banging it. And I had the regular version with all the curse words and everything. Mm -hmm. And I was able to listen to that because Pac, my dad felt as though Pac was just so revolutionary. It didn't even matter about the curse, cuss words. It right. was what it was he was message. saying. It was the mm -hmm. message. So, yeah, to give R&B, to give hip-hop, you know, just put so many different feels on the music like that, that album can't be touched to me 
Um, Black album, I'm a big Jay-Z fan. You know, whoever that knows me know, knows that. Right. But Black Album was not one of my faves. Okay. So I can't, I feel like, and I can't, like yeah. Is it Thomas? I really only like, like, four records off the uh, Black <laughs> Album. I'm, I'm shocked. real serious. I'm shocked. And I'm a whole fan, but, like, what about that, that wasn't my fave. Life After Death. Hands down, Biggie is going to give you lyric after lyric after bar after punchline after everything. He going to yeah. give he going he going to unload the clip when it come to verses and lyrics and yeah. and dancing on the beat and stuff like that. So he can't be touched lyrically. That's 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 classic. That's all time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. What you think when it comes to those three? So albums? your your question was is it timeless? Is it timeless music? And, and and how and what kind of impact did they have on hip hop? Just the impact it had on the impact. Okay. So timeless. So right. we had Beanie sample Tupac. Right. Until Jigger returned is all eyes on C. Right. You know, shut yeah. it down. Mm-hmm. Like they gave the same feeling. Like I'm right. like, oh, like how was yeah. he feeling? I'm like, oh, he on the Pac stuff. Yeah. And then you got Meek followed after him. Right. Like it's 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 <laughs> They sampling them. Right. It's timeless. The next right. person going to sample me. Right. The young boy that's out now, hot as he from down Nice Town. Right. His words, wow. his message. Wow. Yeah. He going to say he he got to sample. I already know he too hot not to think about we talking about our people and trying to pass a word. word. He going to sample them. Right. And if he not sampling Pac, he's sampling a little bit of me. Like you, right. you and Pac is sampling Meek is sampling Pac. So right. Pac. It's a revolving door. Pac. Yeah. Dove albums, I like them, but yeah. <laughs> she just she like listen, you know, it's not I pop. Like them, so. right. <laughs> <laughs> she like it's she like I'm cool. though. <laughs> <laughs> I like them. <laughs> Yo, so we gonna go into the acting of Tupac now. So let, I'm gonna play this clip. It's one of my favorite scenes of all time. Check it out. Crazy man. When you said that last time, I was kind of tripping, right? But now, you right. I am crazy. But you know what else? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about you. I don't give a fuck about Steel. And I don't give a fuck about Raheem either. I don't give a fuck about myself. Look, I ain't shit. I ain't never gonna be shit. And you less of a man than me, so as soon as I decide that you ain't gonna be shit, <clears throat> so be it. You remember that, motherfucker. Cause I'm the one y'all need to be worried about. Mm. Partner. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, oh, I think that that is what took Tupac to worldwide stardom. That movie, period. Mm-hmm. Like once Juice came out, that was it. But it's like sometimes I'm like, he is like, it's so much of him. It was like to me, it was right. easy for him to do that part because right. Bishop is so much into Tupac. So it's like I can be Bishop just like that with no right. problem. And it also to me, it mm-hmm. draws the court. Like there's so many messages I got from from that verse right there mm-hmm. because number one. It puts you in, when you hear Pac and you see his interviews, you start to question, was that the actual script? Right. Or, because that sound just like Tupac. That don't sound like no script. That sounds like like something he he would say. say Right. Regularly. Right. But at the same time, like, I've had discussions with people about, you know, all the violence in the world. So I think it Mm -hmm. sounds to me he was also giving you a message. Right. That's why so much violence, because... If a person doesn't love themselves inside, right. how can you Self-hate. expect them to care about your life? Right. Exactly. That's true. I don't personally feel like he was talking a, talk talking from Tupac. I feel like he was speaking from a young black man mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in a single parent household right. with nothing. Right. That's where I felt like he was coming from. Okay. I felt like he channeled all that energy mm-hmm. from a nigga in the hood in the projects and took that and wrapped that up and just blew okay. that up in that in that uh, But do you think it was easy for him to do that role? Because it, mm-hmm. I just feel like he has that inner bishop in him. Mm, do you? 
Yes. That and the bishop was like real dirty and nasty, and I don't see Pac. But dirty I'm saying, I think he has the trait. I'm not right. saying he just. Keep in mind, he was an actor. <laughs> he, he, he was an actor. So right. right. You get what I'm no saying? Right. Like, but definitely, he was ma- having was... a message of the hate, the anger we have. Right. I don't give right. a f about you. Mm. I don't give a f about you. So I don't give a yeah. f about me. Anything right. won't mm-hmm. go down. Because he was, yeah, was he was grimy. He was grimy. He was. So I don't feel like that. Like Pac no, I mean, what I'm saying to you is, he can go there. I'm not saying he just every day grimy like I'm a fucking bishop like fuck this shit like no I'm not saying that but he has that bishop in him that's all I'm saying I think we all can channel our grimy side I'm bishop a little bit sometimes that role scared me it did that role scared me that was like a Freddy role I was like who that yo where's Pac back that is so funny, yo. Place down. <laughs> so I want to talk about Tupac influences because I feel like Tupac Shakur is the most influential rapper of all time. Period. I don't care about Jay Z, Nas, Drake, Nelly. Period. He is number one for me. Drop a bomb for that. Oh yeah, I'm gonna drop a bomb for that because I'm gonna tell you why. Why I think that and what trends he set. So let's talk about the bandana. The bandana is still being wear to this day. Young Jeezy did it. Ja Rule did it. Yeah. Joel Santana did it. Yeah. Jada Kiss did it. Yeah. So that's Tupac. Come on, y'all know that. Right. All right, let's talk about partner. Who say partner now? <laughs> T.I. Mm-hmm. Who right. started that? Right. Mm-hmm. Motherfucking <laughs> Tupac. Tupac. <laughs> okay. Right. And was he and, rocking the bandanas too a little bit too? T.I.? Yeah. 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 yeah, back in the day. Okay. Y'all when he first started. And let's talk about Carl Kanai because initially they were trying to say LL rock FUBU, but last time I checked, Carl Kanai came out before FUBU. Okay. So he was the first black rapper to wear an urban clothing line, period. Okay. Not fucking LL. Let's get that shit straight. <laughs> let's get real okay. Clear. So, and slang and tattoos. Oh, let's talk about tattoos. Like Tupac, it, come on now, from AI to Lil Wayne to fucking game, anybody that's rocking them tattoos, Rick Ross. That's all pop shit. Let's ben keep Teddy. it 100. Ben Teddy. Exactly. Yeah. What you think about Tupac influences? You are great. What, what, and do you have any other rappers that you think Tupac influenced besides the ones I named? Oh, I forgot about 50 Cent, too. Yeah. She said Meek. Oh, yeah. yeah. Meek, Siegel. Um, I don't, the new school rap, y'all, I'm yeah. sorry, it'd be so hard. But like I said, I noticed that a lot of people sample a lot of Tupac. Right. I never even put it, I never even thought about that until you broke down just like the whole clothing thing. I yeah. Did, I didn't. Right. But um, I, I just feel like he influenced, I, I feel like they should have just took more from him. I don't know. I just, I just really do. I just feel like they should have took more from you him. You mean in like carry the tradition? Where's because the Tupac where's... of our, this time right now? Like, there is none. No. Not nobody, nobody even close. Nobody even cares to try to make no noise to do no type of movements or anything. Like people have a voice right. and they don't. And I think it's and I think it would be easier now because of social media. Absolutely. Right. But y'all don't feel like you don't feel like Meek is. Oh yeah, you are yeah, right me, for sure. For sure. For sure. But I think he mid level. I don't think he right. pop level. Yeah. You know okay. what I'm saying? He like. He trying to stay like, to it. He got bit. one foot in. And I think and I think that this last prisoner stunt yeah. made him get to a little bit more up in the pot mode. Cause right. now he's all about prison reform. Right. He right. got a message. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So but he said it. He said if it, if I have to be used to get this message across, he he was with it. So yeah, I definitely think he's definitely right. making some noise when right. it comes to that. Yeah. Actually you forgot one. I did. Remember what's the name? Cause what's name? He was like close to Pac. Well, not close uh, to Pac, but who? Uh, he always tried to have Pac swag. Who? Remember Fredro from Onyx? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! You took, that is a good one. That is a good one. Yo, if he man, oh yeah, definitely. He definitely was on that Pac style. Like yeah. that was his. Yeah, and Sticky Fingers a little bit too. Yeah, yeah I like I can, I can put Sticky Fingers in there. Yeah, they as was well. definitely on that. Definitely. So we all know in 1995, Tupac Shakur got shot at Quad Studios while recording with Little Sean. But I want your opinion because it's so many mixed stories. Some people feel like it was Biggie and Puff's fault. He got set up. Some people said it was a random robbery. What are y'all thoughts on that? Do y'all really feel that Biggie and Puff set him up when he got shot at Quad Studios? I don't feel like they set him up, but I. 
felt his frustration and he was upset because this is my homie who was there. I, I look up and you're there. Like what happened? It, right. You couldn't have stopped it. You know, so I could understand why he had to fall back and he felt how he felt because they was tight. I got mm. shot up and you're right there and like nothing, nothing. So I feel like they didn't move and maybe they did know the people who did it. Right. And, and, and the street rules is, oh, I can't, that's my man, man too. I Joaquin. can't tell. Right. So he felt some type of way. Like I'm really supposed to be your man and like what's going on. But as far as the setup, I definitely don't think it was a setup, but I could understand why he was so damn mad. Like I could. Yeah, I, I can just, I can see why he was um, extremely upset and frustrated about the situation, but um, especially it, it being on the East Coast and mm -hmm. in New York. Right. Like, you know, they supposed to have it on lock, but I don't believe. No, right. Not one. Yeah, okay. not one bit. Like, um, I don't know, I feel a little different. I mm. feel that that yeah, was a perfect... I feel, all right, I put it like this. You have to put yourself in those shoes and stuff for a pot. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, I feel y'all on the whole thing with his homies being there because y'all in the same venue and stuff like that. You expecting your homies is looking out for you. But I also feel like there was a part where um, where Pac was like, yeah, I got people, my, my, my homies saying, yeah, you don't know who shot you? Well, he said while he was locked up, people was like, yeah, Biggie's homeboy shot you. So Pac heard mm -hmm. from word of ear from somebody else. So... That could have just threw it off. Plus, you know, the media blew that whole story up to a whole East Coast and West Coast thing. Right. And Pac told you himself, it wasn't no East Coast, West Coast thing. Right. It was just something they, they had to talk about or whatever and handle it. But it got blown up so big. Mm -hmm. But that was the media's fault on right. that end. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. They could have squashed it, but the way media blew it up, it turned it into a whole disaster. And I feel the media I used fought, that. I fought my contemporaries for that, y'all media motherfuckers. I fought y'all for that <laughs> shit. Right. Yeah, like I feel. <laughs> Seriously. Vibe Magazine. Y'all yeah. was one of the main ones that yeah. was talking right. that East Coast, West Coast shit. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I feel like the media or the government used that as the perfect opportunity mm -hmm. to put them two against each yeah, other and stuff. Because they felt that. they couldn't do any, touch. They couldn't touch them any other way. So it's like. So how can we set it up? Right. right. Set up. Yep. We, yeah, we know. We know yeah. this. You know, that get real. Now, deep. I want to talk about his recharge. I I felt like that was a setup too. I don't feel like, like it's like, it's Tupac. Why the fuck do he got rape somebody to get some yeah. pussy? Like I don't right. Like, like what the fuck, yo? Yeah. That's pop. Right. He can get anything he want. Exactly. So I, I don't think he was ever guilty there. I just felt like that was just a way to bring him down. And they've been trying to get at him since day one. Like I said, the CIA and the government been looking at Tupac since since right. his birth. Cause he come from a strong family. Right. And they be under the since day one. So that's how I feel about that. Do y'all mm -hmm. feel like he was guilty of that rape? I, I definitely don't, not just because I'm a big Tupac fan, but y'all don't know how many arguments I just recently got over the whole, you know, with the Bill Cosby, something like, like you, you're saying Bill did it, but what about Tupac? Because they throwing shots at me because I'm a fan. Right. I'm like, mm -hmm. I didn't know Tupac personally. I didn't know Bill. However, we got all these women coming. Right. This girl right here, Pac, like, I just, I don't get it. What he's been, I just feel everything that he say about the women and how you treat the women and you turn right. around and you rape Racing the women. Man. Not that it can't happen. I'm not taking away from that. However, the type of person he was, I don't see it happening. For what? Right. Nothing in the, in that situation leads to rape. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and see, that goes back to what I was saying. It was like right. they was trying to find every little thing yeah. to bring him down. And who right. just gets charged? And all that time? what better opportunity like that. than that situation that popped off when he got shot? Exactly. To to say, okay, let's use this mm -hmm. because they couldn't get him any other way. Right. right. That's a fact. So one of the biggest questions that always come up in the barbershops and it always come up with me, I don't care if I'm texting, group texting with my homies from South Philly, people that I went to Lincoln with, and I used to have these debates in the hall rooms of Lincoln all the time. Who is the GOAT? And it's hard for me because I, I, got, a, I got a special pace with Pop, but I also got a special pace with Biggie yeah. and Jay. So yeah. the question is for y'all, and y'all can expound on all three of these, are they all three did great stuff in hip hop. Tupac, Biggie, and Jay. Yeah. But who is the real GOAT, in your opinion? I'll start it's, with you, good brother. It's, it's, it's always going to be Pac. What about what Biggie did? Is I mean, I... And Jay. It's like, it's Jay like did the, a whole lot of shit right, after they passed away. Right, but the way I look at Jay, not to knock Jay. Okay. But... 
do you really think he would have got as far as he's gotten if Pac was still here? Yeah. Not. I don't think what I, what I would say, I don't think he would be the billion dollar man today, right. but I do think he would have did the same thing he did. He sold five million hard not life to right. platinum, 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 Beyonce, Beyonce, like all that shit would happen. But right. his brand is on a whole nother is on a whole nother level. I don't right. think he would have did title like all that shit he's doing now. I think it would have been a little bit low key, right. but I yeah I still think he would have been successful because he right. just that good. Yeah, yeah well this oh, one thing you great. have to give credit to Jay Z. You can't. It's like the song. You can't knock his hustle. You no. can't do is it. He a businessman because like he, he knows how to get it. So you, I will give it. But it's just me personally. Like it's like I said that one song. So who's under pop? If you got under pop, pop number one, who under pop? Yeah, Jay. Big Together and then Jay. Yeah. Okay. That that's just my category. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, for me, I'm gonna have to separate them. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't go one, two, three. Okay. Cause they all so different. Right. Yeah. yeah. I know you let the vibes drop for Pac, <laughs> but they all so different. So you got Pac, movies. Mm-hmm. You know, activists. Right. Um, rapper. You you know you have all you know he multi-dimensional right community driven right Pac is just Pac that's Malcolm X okay, okay. let's put him over there okay yeah. then yeah. you got Biggie Biggie with the lyrics it it was undeniable so he pushed the envelope to talk he raised the bar he raised the bar and he pushed the envelope to talk the way he wanted to talk with the certain things that he was saying that nobody else was saying. Right, right. And crafty. Mm-hmm. More crafty than anybody yep. at that time. Oh, yeah. More crafty than anybody right now. Yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree with right. that. So, Pac wasn't, you know, Pac wasn't talking that talk. Right. You like know, he was, he was on a different. Different tip. He was tip. talking dip. Yeah, he was on a different tip. So, we can't, I feel like it can't be what put together. Jay? So, I don't like them to put that together. What about Jay? Jay on his own island. That's why I said it's three different islands. Okay. So Jay, I feel like gotta be on his own island by himself as well because he gonna give you, he gonna give you the classics. He gonna give you the mm-hmm. dance music. Mm-hmm. He also gonna make sure that he put people in their place. Right. And put people in their roles and teach them how to get money. Okay. And you know do all that all that swaggy stuff as mm-hmm. well as educate. Right. So they all to me are like on their own island. Mm. You don't agree with that? Mm-mm. No, I, I no, just feel like gotta a, it got to be a goat. It I'm gotta not going to lie. Like, I, I kind of agree because it's... I agree. Now, what I would say, I'm a, I do agree with some of it because yeah. they all three are very, very right? different. Very yeah. different. Yeah. Very but, different. Definitely. Right? Definitely. But I don't think Biggie and Jay is that much different. I feel like when you listen to songs that they did together... You know what I'm saying? Brooklyn's finest. Okay. And they 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 just rap they went hand I in just hand. feel like I just yeah. feel like Biggie beat him on all his songs. Like he I don't did. think Jay ever beat Biggie in a song, period. Right, right. I agree. No. You know what I'm saying? So but when it comes to that talk, Biggie can talk it and right. so can Jay. Right. They can give you that money talk. Right. They can give you I got that shit talk. Right. They can give right. you that swag talk. Right. They can give you I'm about to get that brick talk. Talk heavy, talk. You know heavy. what I'm saying? So they both on that tip, but Pop was special. Pop wasn't wasn't all about that. Pop was all about we oppressed, we still slave. What right. the fuck is up? What we gonna do about this shit? Right. We, he wasn't on that tight time. Right. He didn't so care we, about that. He didn't care about that shit. But he never gave you what they was giving you. No. So we can't. That's what I'm saying. So I. That's why I couldn't. But you can still put them. Big and Jay in the same. You might can't put Pop in there, but Big and Jay in the same island. But okay. All right. So okay. Maybe they islands is next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> but. Jay no. came and did so much that we, right. you know, yeah. it's kind of separated a little bit because he came and he saw and he conquered. True. Like itself, but then you got <laughs> Right, <So> true. <laughs> <laughs> but true, but, but Biggie did it. He did all, Biggie did so much by the age of 25 that right. some people are in their 40s and 50s and still in the Right, Biggie. no, that's right. right. That's true. Yeah. So that's why I got to give him the gold. No. That's just me. But I just feel like Tupac, and when I think of Michael Jackson and Whitney, that's how I think about Pop and Biggie. Like, they're just both by themselves and right. they can't be touched. Right. Period. Okay. Your turn. Y'all already know. 
I don't even, I never even had the argument with the Tupac and Biggie because it just got too deep. Like you were saying, they're totally different. Well, how am I argue about who's saying better stuff when Pac talking about one thing and Big talking about another thing? Right. Jay-Z too, I love to listen to him like, oh, talk that sh-. You know, y'all, yeah. I like to hear it, but for right. real, for real, let's really talk about what we need to be talking right. about, okay? Right. So right. I just feel like Pac wouldn't, Jay-Z got it going on, no doubt. Right. But, but. Pac thing would be, to Jay-Z, you got all this money. Do we got private island and all that stuff? Like yeah, in real life. In real life. Right. Pac gonna say, we got these people that don't got nowhere. They don't got nothing. Let's just take these people, all and this killing. Put them on the island. You got a free island. Yeah, Go get another they, one. You got enough money to right. do something that's else what more than special. what you're doing. Right. Yeah. Cause he spoke about that. But can I say this? I feel as though that Biggie would have been singing right now. Like you know how he always joked oh, around know, and, and you was know like what? You know what? Playing. He probably would have because he did the song on Life at the Devil. What was the song? Player haters. Player haters. <laughs> he he would have been doing probably, like the little. Um, he probably would have been doing like drinking them. Yeah, he would have been auto-tune. drinking it. Right. Yeah. Not Pac. Not Pac. <laughs> yeah, not Pac. No. He would have definitely been drinking it. I would have liked to see that. All right. So when I want to talk about his death. And when he died, I was a freshman at Lincoln, and I and I ain't gonna front. I, I shed a tear, you know what I'm saying? Because I felt like that was my brother right. from another. Like I we not blood related, but I, I can relate to Tupac on so many levels. And when he died, it just fucked me up to the core. And I still don't understand why his murder is unsolved. So I want y'all to shed your like where y'all was when he died and why y'all think his murder is still unsolved. All right, I was definitely in high school, okay. I think around tenth grade, okay. something like that. And I remember because I had a homie that was always sitting back of me, and I used to play Pac all the time. He'd be like, "Yo, Pac corny, Pac corny," and I'd just be like, "Yeah, whatever." This right. and the other, like, and I'm just, you know, what I mean, I used to bang that joint, and then it's right. just like when he died, I was just like, "Yo, this is crazy." Just like. You know, just when you really getting into it, and I'm right. not gonna lie, one of my other favorite albums, like before, you know, the double CD came out, was because um, I feel he gave everything was me against the world. Oh, that my album God. right there, that it is, was that is like oh, that is it. That is yeah. the one, yo. That, that is the right. one. Yeah, because it's like you know what I mean, one. and oh you goodness. gotta think about it till his till this day. The song he dedicated to his mom is just... It's the best. It's the, and that, and let me say that. I'm not trying to cut you off, right. but I want people to stop with the Jay-Z to his mom songs. Like, no. Their right. mama is undeniable. Is the best song right. dedicated to a mother from a rapper, period. Ain't right. nobody going to top that shit. Right. It's like, ain't nobody going to top Billy Thanks. King. You Thanks. know what I'm saying? I can go on and on, but you're right. not topping Dear Mama. You're just right. it's too vivid. It's too right. vivid. That's and the it. shit is true. Yeah. Like when it's true and it's vivid, right. I'm fucking topping exactly. it. You ain't topping it. And then what's the name just got me hyped all crazy? Uh was that Death Around the Corner? The oh. energy from that song, the beat. And then it's just like his energy. You it's almost like you can feel from what he's is, going now, through. One thing I wanna what's say wrong, the, go back to the last question. That's the only thing that I must say, and I gotta bring this up, that Tupac had over Biggie and Jay. His energy to right. on songs was is just it's untouchable. It's like right. he brought you to his world. Like it was like even he was if, in a studio I'm like, damn, I like this shit. Like yeah. I just wish I could have been in a studio when he recorded hit him up. Because right. I just wanted right. to see his antics when he was saying fuck Biggie. Fuck you know what I mean? Like, oh my god, that shit would have been crazy. Like, yeah. What you think? <laughs> I have another question. <laughs> Where was you at when he, when, he, when he died and um why you think his murder's on top? I I was still a pup. Okay. You know, because I'm still a bit I was still a pup at the time, so I don't But I when you as you get older and you started hearing about it, did it ever was a moment where you were you were vulnerable and you felt sad about it when you did hear the I, news? Well I definitely at the time when it happened, I remember being really sad about it. But with me, I feel like I started digging in the crates and doing my research. Okay. You know, like after I had already had the All Eyes on Me and mm-hmm. Me Against the World. World. I had the albums and stuff, but I had to actually dig in the crates for Tupacalypse and yeah. the really, mm-hmm. the really engaged. Right. Yeah. But no, it was definitely a, definitely a sad time. time. Why do you think it's murder on Because they did it. You know, like right. they can't solve nothing that they did. You know, right. it, it, it was all a line. So right. Biggie, the Biggie impact, so it was definitely a line. Right. Um, I can't, I was sitting here trying to think of the video mm-hmm. of the one with him. I ain't mad at you. 
Oh yeah, when he had the all yeah. white right. King Wood Bond. And this was after, right? And this right. was after he passed, and they put that video out. Right. Like if you ain't cry or just be so sad, sad. watching that video, because yeah. it was already like he predicted everything was that was going to happen. And that's another thing he was good at. He, he predicted, he, he predicted it. his own death. Right, and then so when that came out, it was just like yeah. I ain't even mad at it. Like I, I, I felt that in a different way. Right. Yeah. I, I, I think I was. I think I was like 14. Okay. Everybody called me. Like like my relative passed away because they know I love Pac. I'm like, yeah. he did what? Like he died? Like he really died? Because we know they shot him five times. Real people don't die, right? Right. So I'm like, he ain't dead. He you did. know, like he can't be dead. Not right. Pac. Right. Like I was really, really hurt. And I feel like it's not solved because how many murders is not solved and we already know who did it? Right. They just it sweep was, it under the rug. Perfectly right. Yeah. Right. Two of the biggest, two of the biggest, biggest rappers, rappers ever. Right. right. And just nothing else. They just going and just just sit. That's it. Mm -hmm. Well, there you have it. I got one more question for y'all. Now, this question is is going to be deep because this is this is this is mm. for today. This is like if Tupac was here today, because this is the Happy Birthday Tupac episode. And I want to know from y'all, what do y'all think? Who would he invite to his party if he was alive on June 16, 2018? And I'm gonna start my list: Jada Pinkett Smith. KC and JoJo, Warren D, Warren G, DJ Quick, Snoop Dogg, Nipsey Hussle, y YG, Kobe Bryant, Ice Cube, Madonna, The Game, T.I., and Young Jeezy. That's my list of people that I think Pop would invite because he fucks with these people. What y'all think? That's a deep question, but I, I just want y'all thoughts on because don't nobody party like a West Coast party, right? Right. So but who I would he invite? He definitely wouldn't he wanted to lift out his homies that he started with, which is Digital Underground. Oh, no, no, yeah, definitely. <laughs> right. But that's my list. I'm, yeah, oh, okay. you can add to it. You can, right. you know, finesse it, you know, but that's um, my list that I know he definitely inviting them people. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Digi oh, um, Jada. Right. I mean, I know she married, but. No, not that, but like, yeah. I mean, right now, so you think, okay, we all know Jada and Will paid, right? Right, right. You right. think he'd be upset with them right now? Nah. No. Because like, I mean, well, to a well, certain we, extent, he I was. thought from what we know, it was like a. They was yeah, that they was then. Okay. Right. I don't right. think he would think Jada would be how Jay. I no doubt, no. What I'm saying is, y'all, we talking <laughs> about money. How right, Pop right. felt okay. like let's let's help our people. people. Oh Do yeah. Do you well, think? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she would be different. I'm pretty sure things would probably be a little right. different. Right. Especially if they had, you know, some people that have the tools and can make moves. I think right. Pac would have made them help a little more. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think right now, this is how it was right now. And we know as much as, like, Will, I, I, Will everybody, like, he from Philly. I can't tell. No disrespect, but damn. How many of our high schools closed? You got, how much money Will got? We couldn't keep one open? I'm in these schools every day. It's crazy. I wish right. I had some money. I do stuff each year for Christmas and I ain't even got it to make somebody happy and y'all right. rich. Right. I understand right. that. I can respect that. Yeah. That's real talk. What you think about? You know, that's, you know, because you know how I feel about the community and <laughs> right. all my activist work that I do in the city as well. I'm in and out the school. So, okay. um, mm -hmm. I, I always say once I reach that tier, right. I'm a challenge. You know, other Absolutely. entertainers and, and other to, people. And we talked about that on that episode up. 31. Absolutely. And, we, and we spoke about that. But um, I, I feel like Jay, um, Jada would have been a lot different. I feel like he would have been on her top a lot more to right. do yeah. a lot. To right. do a lot more than right. what. And that might have caused Will and Tupac to bump his. But right. it is what it is. But we because don't I knew know your wife before do. you married her. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So. But we yeah. don't know. They, you know, we don't know. We can, we can say we, we know speculate. a little bit we from. Speculate. We have right. to because we have to know right here in Philly. We know Philly. You went out of schools. I'm in right. out of schools. We see how much the people are struggling. We see the shelters overflow with families. Not saying everybody needs a handout, but some a lot of people fall on hard times. Right. That's true. I know. That's you true. rich. Right. If I can send a gift, like it's and just one person has been helping is Kevin Hart. Yes. He's yeah. been putting yeah. computers yeah. in school. Yeah. 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 Me help. Me yes. help. Me me. Definitely. But yeah. we need a lot more. Exactly. We do. But we my do. whole thing is it don't even have to start from the top tier. It we us sitting right here can do do if everybody do a little, a right. little bit. That's my mind. Definitely. Right. I'm That's definitely with you when it comes bit. to that. Absolutely. But I feel like we need a mm -hmm. whole lot. It's, it goes back to what the conversation we had before as far as having leaders. We don't have enough. Like, we That's just, true. and me, I ain't going to put no names out there. At mm -hmm. least not right now. But okay. I'm just saying, like, I've been heavily in, involved in community service since 99. Okay. Like, I used to work 
with uh, City Ear, the red jackets and stuff like that. But ever right. since then, mm-hmm. I've still been heavily, you know, involved. In the, involved in the community and stuff like that. And my thing right. is, um, even with the schools out here, mm-hmm. the the people at my daughter's school don't like to hear me talk because I know what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Right. The schools aren't really schools. The schools are businesses now and right. stuff like that. That's true. They pushing these kids they along. The mm-hmm. they to not, me, they the new president. Right. Yeah. So they not. They know these kids mm-hmm. aren't. You know, equipped educational wise, right. and they pushing them on because it's all about numbers now. Mm-hmm. So in order to keep, Absolutely. just like right. I give you a prime example, the situation with King and Germantown. Mm-hmm. Germantown shut down. They're rival schools. You right. want to take that school and put mm. them in, in the same, same school? school? You look the outcome is crazy. Bodies. Right, right. And see, my thing is from that that leads to violence, which also leads it's to all systematic. prisons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and they see the because they don't know about they don't care. See, and that's another thing how a, a lot of our black males get set up because there's no intervention. Mm-hmm. They're going to wait till you make the mistake and then they're right. going to put yeah. you down. But yeah. it can be it, it can be it can be changed. That's the prevented. same thing that Tupac talk about. Prevented. If we're mm-hmm. able to put the intervene and put it before it actually happens, but right. they want to give you the services after the shit right. done already happened, and it might be too late because it might lead to someone getting killed. Right. It might lead to somebody on robbery. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. It's all systematic, and it's the same thing that Tupac um, talked about throughout his music and throughout his whole career. But I really appreciate y'all coming on this podcast. This was dope. Like, this shit was really, really dope. I think this is probably going to be one of my best episodes I ever did. Oh. I appreciate you, Tiana. I appreciate you, Lex Dom. Bugsy, and you I appreciate did that. You, no you did that with the no questions, with everything. You, you was on point. You was ready oh, to yeah. go. I, it took me, and I just, and I just want to say this to people that think that being in media and doing podcasts and doing it, this shit is not easy. I stayed up for a couple of days working on this this episode because I really love the culture yeah. and I really love what Tupac stands for. So yeah. for someone like him, I'm going to go that extra mile because I want it to be crisp and I want people to tune in. I want people to understand where we coming with it. So this is your boy DJ Bugsy, Do For Hip Hop Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on Google Play, iTunes. This episode will be available on June 16th. On his birthday. Happy birthday to Tupac. Can y'all all say that? Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, Pac. birthday to Pac. Can I spend, send a special shout out? Yeah. I really would love to send a special shout out to Santos. Okay. Um, my West Philly brother. Santos right. is a big, big Pac fan. He's in LA right now. He's on the West Coast. Okay. He's going to be listening in. He's um, with Pac's family right now. Oh, wow. And um, he's going to deliver the message and let us know what we're what, what we doing right here in Philly right um, for Pac. So we just, happy birthday, Pac. Yes. Shout out to Santos, his favorite rapper. Yes. He's following him in Pac's footsteps. And I, and I appreciate that, young brother. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Santos. Keep it hip-hop. Peace. <laughs>